Vegas Nation podcasts are sponsored by Station Casinos STN Sports. Download the app today and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fang. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways podcast brought to you by Vegas Nation. We're also presented to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the app today. It's Heidi Fang here, your host, and joined by Jesse Merrick from News 3. He's a sports reporter there, covers everything from the Aces to the Raiders to Golden Knights. And Jesse, we're really happy to have you with us. We're ready to get some of those insights from training camp. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. I always love hopping on with you, Heidi. There's football in the air, so this is obviously a, a great time of year. And they're in pads, too. No longer are we talking about guys running around in shorts and T-shirts, so you can't beat that. There's nothing that beats the pads. I really, really want to get up close and personal when they are hitting pads because I want to see the sweat and like just watch how <laughs> everybody's flexing on one another. Speaking of which... I have seen the reports and I'd love to get your first hand take on what Max Crosby was doing, giving Michael Mayer, the new tight end, the business yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I mean, everyone says, you know, when you get to the league, you always have that welcome to the NFL moment. And I think it was that for Michael Mayer, uh, you know, day one in pads yesterday. Uh, you know, Max is Max Crosby for a reason. You know, he does this stuff to to everyone, vets included, let alone a rookie in his first padded practice. But you know, the staff put Michael Mayer in some tough positions trying to block him one-on-one, uh, -on -one, things like that. And, uh, you know, it, what you would expect happened. <laughs> you know, Max Crosby either blowing right past him, blowing him up, uh, you know, doing it with speed, doing it with power, you name it. Um, there was one point where he pancaked him. Uh, so, look, just <laughs> overall, yeah, he really did. He, he kind of flipped him around. It was in a goal line drill. Uh, kind of almost had him do a 180 and then put him in the dirt, um, you know, but that's Max being Max. Uh, you know, you, you want that. You want him going 100 percent nonstop all the time. And that was one thing that uh, Josh McDaniels noted today when we kind of talked to him about that. Uh, you know, he said sometimes when you get in the league, it's kind of a baptism. And, you know, and that's exactly <laughs> what uh, what Max did. You know, we talk about Jorge Masvidal baptizing people when he yes. was fighting. Uh, you know, it was very much so that for Max. But again, like. It's no knock on Mayer. I, there might be some people out there freaking out saying, oh, he's a bust or all these different things. Like, that's not the case at all. It was just a matter of one of the best players in the NFL welcoming this guy into the league. And Josh McDaniels said after the fact, too, that, you know, Mayer wasn't down on himself or anything like that. Like, he was very, like, willing to learn and realizing, like, hey, I've got work to do uh, and I welcome that challenge. So, like, if anything, you like the kid even more for that. And then today, day two in pads, uh, they put him in a couple of situations again. Max still won those reps, but it was a much more competitive rep than it was the previous day. So you can already kind of see the improvement from Michael. But definitely a moment where you're like, oh, man, welcome to the league, kid. Uh, we also saw that with Ja'Korian Bennett in the corner, who's played very well throughout camp. Uh, he was matched up against Devontae Adams once in uh i believe it was uh seven on seven or team i can't remember for sure but uh okay. Devonte, you know we know the release that he's got that guy is lethal no matter what corner is going across from him and he shook jacorian out of his shoes took off for the fade uh if i remember right one of the fans was like hey i saw that Devonte," and he kind of gave a smirk you know out to the fan out there but uh again jacorian willing to learn went and talked to Devonte and was trying to kind of work through what happened there uh and this guy's been getting a ton of reps uh, so he's only going to continue to build off of that. And, and one thing Josh noted with Jacorian in, in that instance, too, is like he's a kid that's not running from that opportunity. You can see on the tape when a guy doesn't want to do it, when a guy's hiding, 
DeCorian's definitely not doing that. He's going in there head first, ready to learn and, and work with one of the best in the league uh, and take as much as he can away from those reps. So those two rookies had their welcome to the NFL moments, but like you love the competitiveness and the fact that they were out there willing to do it, ready to roll and trying to see what they can do, kind of match their wits with two guys that are at the top of the food chain in the league right now. Yeah, I mean, it really seemed like the Raiders, just based on the physicality of yesterday's practice, we're speaking here on a Wednesday, so Tuesday's practice, we're really trying to set a tone. Did that tone seem to continue today? Uh, no, they, they they toned it down a bit today. <laughs> and I will say uh, yesterday, too, like with the with the physicality, it wasn't as physical as some may lead you to believe in terms of uh, the ones versus the ones. It was okay. more of that physicality was a lot of the younger guys, the depth set players. That's when they really let them go. They, there was still some physicality there with the guys that are a little higher in the depth chart, but not nearly as much. And then today, uh, you know, we still saw the physicality with the young guys. Uh, they were out there thudding and all that stuff. But for the, um, for, you know, with the ones that quote unquote good on good, um, you know, that was when everybody was a lot more toned down. Uh, they would, you know, the first initial couple of steps on the on the uh, offensive defensive lines, that's where they're going 100 percent. And then they kind of let up a bit or. You know, if a receiver is going up for a ball, not necessarily, you know, really getting in there and thudding them or, or going and making a major play on the ball or anything like that, like very much taking care of each other. But I do believe yesterday was very much a, a tone setting type of day. Um, and then today was just like, hey, let's follow it up. Let's be physical, but smart. Keep guys safe. Uh, and I got to give kudos to this coaching staff uh, for the way they've handled the physicality thus far, because, you know, as much as it that was there yesterday, they really kind of tapered it off, but there was still the same intensity overall today, which was fun to see. I'm happy about intensity, sad about physicality, not continuing. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, as you know, I uh, live for this stuff. This is what I wait for and breathe for is the day that they put on pads. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to be there, but I did want to get into some more of your observations. As you mentioned, the cornerbacks and uh, you also mentioned wide receivers there. There's a lot of competition right now in both of those rooms. Uh, you mentioned Jacorian being a real standout and something that I took away from watching when I was there was that he has really added an element of speed to what you see with the secondary. How much is that speed going to be something that really gives him an edge when it comes down to whittling down how many cornerbacks make this roster being that, I mean, they have 11 guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. 11 guys there and 11 guys in the receiving room, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it, uh, that you can just see you play the kind of, game in your head of like who makes this team it's real tough because it's a lot of guys competing for not very many spots because as you go through the roster you realize like there's a handful of guys where you're like hey look these guys are safe they're not going to lose their job they're going to be on this team so there's really like two three spots if that you know where guys are competing for and then it's like how many guys do they keep you know in the room is it six is it whatever uh you know who, who knows how they approach it this year but um, having said that, yeah, the, the competition is definitely fierce there. With Jacorian, he does bring that speed element. And it's not like, uh, you know, there's some guys you watch and you're like, man, they're just fast. And and it looks like they're working to go fast. Like this guy, he's just smooth and fluid the way that he does. It doesn't look like he's out there. Kind of like Devontae. We talk about Devontae glides. Like Jacorian, when he kind of reaches that top end speed, if we've even actually seen it out of him yet, like it doesn't look like he's really pressing to get there. He kind of just cruises along and, and is moving at a fast pace out there with the guys. He's able to stay on the receiver's hips. Even when he does get beat, he's got good recovery speed. It's been fun to kind of watch that, um, you know, which is kind of crazy because, like, not to dog the guy, but he walks. 
and it almost kind of looks painful the way that he walks sometimes. It's like the way that his hips kind of shift a bit, but like he's so fluid and smooth out there when he is in coverage and things like that. So you can see that element to his game. Uh, so again, another guy, you know, one of the young guys in particular that I've been very impressed with what I've seen at him thus far, really like what he brings to the table there. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, putting himself in position to get a lot of snaps for this team, uh, you know, so that looks like a guy early on in camp that, that could be good for the Raiders this season. And it could be a possible hit, uh, you know, from the draft. Don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because we're only two days into pads and we haven't seen him go against someone else. But thus far, very impressed with what we've seen out of him. And honestly, most of the corners, a good day of competition for them, uh, you know, when one-on-ones came around. Whereas day one and one-on-ones, and like, don't get me wrong, this is a former receiver talking here. One-on-ones are set up for the offense to win. Like, it's a really mm-hmm. tough bind, a tough spot for the defenders to be in. Uh, today, uh, you know, day one really was all all the wideouts all the way through. Quarterbacks were on the point, placed the ball there. Now a little bit more competition, uh, a little more back and forth, and the, the DBs really picked it up today in day two. But one thing I do have to say is Hunter Renfro is still that dude. He is still uncoverable. The first two days, that guy has been destroying everyone that comes in front of him. I literally saw him slip under somebody um, making a catch. And like he kind of just did this like matrixy move where he dove under and came up and, and went around the guy's back and came out the other side with the football. I don't know how he did it, but it yeah. happened. I swear. <laughs> Do you Hunter, think Hunter Renfro's a magician? That, that, that's just what yeah. it is. I mean, the guy, the guy is wild. I, I wish, I wish I could even be a semblance of, of what he had as a receiver, what he has as a receiver, because he was. He's fun to watch, especially one-on-ones where he's got that kind of free go to to kind of dazzle and do his thing. It's it's been a lot of fun to watch, and I almost have to like force myself not to watch one-on-ones because it, they're they're so exciting. Uh, I kind of am, am trying to pay more attention to the O and D line, and, and it's kind of hard because they're further away. But uh, watching Hunter Renfro is is a thing of magic for sure. Watching that all go down. For sure. And something that I wanted to bring up there with the wide receivers while we're in uh, this position group was looking at Jacoby Myers and some of the athleticism that he's flaunted out there to the point where when I was out on Saturday and I saw him make this catch, it was crazy. And he caught it one handed and he rolled and he landed on his left wrist. I was like, oh, don't get hurt in training camp. You know, but <laughs> yeah. it's, he is showing that he's putting out that extra effort. When you have a guy like him that knows the system and a guy like Jimmy, who's refamiliarizing himself with the system, of course, it's Jimmy G I'm referring to. Uh, Have you noticed that there's any kind of, um, uh, I guess, enhanced type of connection between those two, just based off of knowing the system and how they need to make the plays happen in this offense? Yeah, I mean, they definitely seem to be on the same page. That's for sure. But honestly, I would say that about Jimmy, and Devonte, you know, they're, they're still kind of, they are still very much developing that chemistry, maybe more so in the deep game than anything else, but it's been there in, in flashes. Uh, but Jacoby is a guy like, I, I feel like every day at practice, I talk to a different reporter out there and I'm like, man, and, and I feel like I'm saying the same thing every day when I talk to him, but I'm like, I feel like Jacoby's going to be sneaky good for this team. And, uh, you know, that's like, I don't, I don't say that as a slight to the guy because, like, let's not forget, like, he was the number one in New England for a handful of years, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, I think a lot of us maybe forget that, myself included. And, like, seeing him, you know, the first uh, day of practice, I was only able to be out there in the offseason at OTAs once uh, because I had other things I was uh, had to attend to for, uh, for my coverage and whatnot. But sure. so, like, I didn't really get a good look at him. 
But like now seeing him here every day throughout training camp, like he's much bigger than I thought that that, that I just expected him to be, if that makes sense. Like he's a big bodied guy. Yeah. Uh, but again, much like we talked about with Jacorian, like very fluid, you know, just in and out of it. It doesn't look like anything incredible. It just looks effortless, you know, and, and uh, coming down with lots of catches in many different ways, you know uh today brian hoyer was talking about how devonte has got a catch radius that's just like unbelievably wide sure well, that same thing goes uh, you know for uh for uh J- jacoby as well like he he seems to have a very large catch radius uh is able to go up and get it you know that's one thing if you just look at the stats and his kind of pff numbers um you know he was always done well in terms of the connect contested catches 50 50 balls all that stuff and it's showing out on the field but i definitely do think that there is a bit of a connection there between him and jimmy um, having that familiarity with the offense. And that's something I'm sure that's only going to continue to grow. And also the fact, that, too, like I said, he was the number one receiver for the Pats. Now he doesn't have to be that. He's also got Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro to take some of the attention away from him as well. And who knows what Michael Mayer or Austin Hooper look like in terms of receiving threats in this offense. So I, I think things are going to be a bit unlocked for Jacoby, uh, you know, to where, you know, maybe he does end up being open uh, a decent chunk of the time because, you know, guys are you know, defenders are trying to concentrate. I'm not getting beat that by Devonte Adams, you know, so I'm real interested to see what this looks like, not only when they uh, take the field for joint practices against the Niners and the Rams, but also, you know, come the regular season uh, when they're out there doing their thing. I, I think he's going to be a real interesting piece that maybe won't get as much talk around the league, but when he comes in and plays, people are going to take notice. All right. We're going to get into some more here of the observations from training camp with Jesse Merrick from News 3 Sports Reporter over there when we come back here on the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. Welcome back to the Vegas Nation podcast. It's Heidi Fang here, joined with Jesse Merrick from News 3. Um, We're talking all things Raiders training camp. Pads went on Tuesday. We're here on a Wednesday talking about some of the observations from training camp. Jesse has been there for it. One of the ones that I wanted to touch on that we did not get to yet is Zamir White. I have heard so much about him breaking out his progress. Dude looks like he spent the entire offseason in the weight room. What have you seen from Zamir White and his progress? Yeah, Zeus, he's a popular guy in camp. Um, You know, obviously everyone wants to see Josh Jacobs back out there as soon as possible. Who knows what happens with that? But in the meantime, uh, Zamir White has really taken advantage of the opportunities in front of him and the added workload. Um, you know, for the most part, kind of splitting those first team reps with uh, Amir. Uh, we all have to enunciate now with both of those guys, Zamir and Amir. Um, Eddie and I were joking about that <laughs> on our training camp podcast. Yeah. And, um, but in terms of Zamir, yeah, Josh, Josh uh, McDaniels noted, you're not really going to get to see this guy's game until you get in pads. And I mean, it was very apparent once they threw the pads on on Tuesday, the physicality that this guy has. Um, you know, I, I, I forget who it was that was talking about it today, but it might have been Jermaine Illuminor was saying that, you know, uh, he, he's that guy that is going to lower his head and run right through you. And you see that uh, he hit somebody with a truck stick yesterday at practice. 
I will say it's kind of tough for the defenders because, like, you're not really supposed to tackle and do those things. But he went and lowered the shoulder and put somebody on his butt. I don't want to put the guy on blast, but he put him on his butt. Um, you know, it was because he's not a rookie, you know. So I can't – we can put the rookies on blast because it's like, welcome to the NFL. Moment, for sure, you know? for sure. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, the kid, obviously, like you said, looks much bigger. Um, you know, and he was always a big guy, but he does look a little bigger, a little thicker in the legs. Um, you know, and the thing Josh McDaniels said, and I even kind of tried to make sure I was paying a little bit more attention to him in this area of his game in particular was that, you know, yes, he can run the football. We can see the physicality in him, but he wants to be that total back, you know, so he's working on his pass protection. He's working on his pass catching in the passing game. So I was watching him a bit more, um, you know, when they were taking part in one-on-ones against the linebackers, uh, working not only blocking one-on-ones, but also coverage one-on-ones as well. And the guy looked great. Honestly, there wasn't a rep where I was like, eh, not very good. Like, I mean, he was stoning guys in pass protection and running nice, like crisp routes, shaking people, uh, you know, when they're running, they're kind of like almost like they're going to pretend to block. They shake them and run into the flats uh, yeah. or just run a straight out uh, or an arrow route as sometimes they'll call it. Kid looked really good, looked comfortable doing so. Um, you know, so that I think will be a wrinkle that he'll add to his game and that I think he's going to get even more work with too once Josh Jacobs, if and when he comes back, because we know what Josh can do in the passing game. And so uh, having another year in the system, another year in the NFL, and another year to learn from Josh Jacobs, who is a very effective pass catcher as well, is only going to help Zamir. But for now, like I said, take advantage of every opportunity he's got, um, you know, and so it's going to be fun to watch him. I'm curious to see what the workload looks like in the backfield during the preseason how many snaps we do actually see out of him because uh, health wasn't a thing that was uh, prominent for him in the, in the preseason last year. So we didn't really get to see a ton of that. Yeah. I promise that uh, I will not bring up Josh Jacobs on this podcast today, just because we have uh, really exhausted, I think almost every <laughs> Avenue discussion on that topic. And I know yeah. that there's no new progress. So uh, to move on from that, I'm thinking about what you mentioned there, comfortability. And it's something I was thinking about in regards of the quarterbacks, because uh, Jimmy G, like you said, you know, the familiarity of the offensive system does help some, but how has he looked physically? Yeah, I think he's looked great, you know, and, and today, like full transparency, he left practice early, but it was a planned rest day, like in terms okay. of the pitch count that he's on. So he, he's on a pitch count, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's that's basically like the, the Raiders have been honest about that, uh, you know, and so um, when, when all of us were all down there freaking out, wondering what the heck happened to Jimmy. Uh, you know, we talked to some folks and they were able to calm us all down, you know, um, and, and <laughs> I, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he yeah. kind of snuck off in a drill where it was like away from everyone. We were like, that was really sneaky. What what's happening here? Um, but, you know, and I think that's something that, that we and the rest of Raider Nation and everybody involved is really going to have to get comfortable with. You know, he had a day off, uh, uh, I believe, on day three of camp, um, you know, and, okay. and then again, you know, took off early today. And so they're really sticking to the script with him in terms of bringing him back slowly and, and making sure that he's good and sticking to that pitch count. And so uh, you have to respect that. But having said that, like the health looks great. Knock on wood, it stays that way, um, you know, because when he hasn't been out there, the quarterback play hasn't necessarily been on point, you know, from a lot of the other guys. But Jimmy, when he is out there, has been crisp, um, you know, doesn't look like he's stumbling to get guys in position. You know, the offense looks like it's set. It's ready to roll, which it should be. I mean, yeah, he didn't take part in any on-the-field work uh, during OTAs and things like that, but he was in the classroom the whole time, reintegrating himself with this playbook. Uh, and it, it really shows, to me, at least in the mental aspect of the game, 
Um, you know, and then when you go and throw it into the point where, you know, he's actually putting the passes in the air and putting it on guys, you know, in the short to intermediate game, you know, he is very on point. It's been crisp. He's going through his reads quickly. Uh, very rarely do you see him throwing them late. Uh, there was an opportunity today where I believe it was seven on seven yeah. threw the ball very late, but I'm sure the coaching staff is just like, Hey, just throw it, put it up there. Let guys make a play. Right. Uh, he threw a drag route, you know, very late. Uh, and I forget who it was that was in coverage, but one of the corners made a play on the ball. Like, mm. and it was one that, like, I think if it were a game, he probably wouldn't have thrown it. And, and so that's the thing. I, I tell that story just to say, like, I haven't seen a lot of those uh, from him. And and the knock on him obviously is the deep ball. Um, you know, the first day of practice, day or two maybe, you, you could tell the continuity wasn't there with him and Devontae or some of the other receivers in terms of uh, you know putting it on him. Um, you know, and just judging the distance and things like that. But that was quickly corrected in the couple of days after he got back. Uh, there was one instance in particular, I believe Devontae caught a super deep post uh, okay. when we were inside. And uh, Devontae, it was funny, he ran up to all the media members that were kind of standing there and gave everyone a look almost like, yeah, hey, make sure you write that one down. Because yeah. uh, you know, it was a deep ball. So it's great because, like, look, his, his uh, teammates, everyone, they know the narrative around him. Uh, and even when the deep ball was brought up to him, when he, when Jimmy in particular, when he's up on the press conference, he mm-hmm. kind of gave a spark like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, like, I know what's coming here. Um, having said that, like, don't believe what you may hear that like, oh, Jimmy can't throw the deep ball. Like, let's be honest. He's an NFL quarterback. They can make those throws. Um, it's just coming along in terms of the continuity. And we've seen it there in flashes. Now it's just going to be the consistency of, of, uh, of that. And again, that developing that uh, chemistry with, Devontae and the other receivers and, and making sure it's on point. But I, I've, I've loved the accuracy that I've seen out of the guy thus far. Uh, you know, so if I'm a fan of this team, um, if you're listening to me, <laughs> you know, then you should be excited for what Jimmy has shown thus far. Right now, of course, in the McDaniels offense and the same one, even with Kyle Shanahan's offense, there weren't that many plays that drew up a deep ball. And I feel like it's yeah. kind of the same with the McDaniels system, but they're more intermediate throws. But at the same time, historically, Jimmy really only threw, I think, like under 10 percent of his balls were deep balls. And of course, to get guys to respect you uh, defenses, to respect you down the field, to look at a too high kind of look, you're going to have to throw those deep balls to be able to get uh, get some confusion going on the other end, because if they're all expecting, yeah. you know, the intermediate and short throws, then you're going to be in for a long day with the defense stuff in the box right so it's like especially if they go with the run and 1600 yards on josh jacobs so it's like <laughs> you know you, you have to think about how to to spread that out but like you said it's early it's early i'm not going to get into too much of the you know what do we do about the deep ball talks yet yeah <laughs> i think if it were week one then yeah there's cause for concern you know sure. but it's, it's literally they haven't even i think they i think today was day six of practice um, you know, so they haven't even completed a full calendar week of practice. So that's where I think, you know, hey, let's all wait and see, you know, what this looks like. But thus far, very impressed with what they've been able to do. So, yeah, I, and I agree with you. I think Josh McDaniels will be mixing in some deep shots here and there. But also, too, like, let's be honest, look at this receiving core. Look at the running back core when Josh is healthy, having mm. Samir in the stable as well and the tight ends that they have. Like, man forget worrying about the deep ball, throw the ball to these guys and let them make a play. You've got some great athletes around you. So, right. uh, you know, I think go ahead and do that. And again, with Devonte Adams, I think it, it, me, you, anyone out there are crazy. If we don't think they're going to take some deep shots with Devonte Adams, you, know? <laughs> you got to, uh, one, a couple more things for you. Um, Brandon Fashon was carted off yesterday. Did yeah. you see him back today? What's the severity of his injury? 
Yeah, so he wasn't out there today, but Josh McDaniels did say that it's nothing that should keep him out super long term or anything like that. He was like, you know, and he said he's like, hey, he's not going to be out there today. He obviously wasn't. And, um, you know, so we'll see how long that goes. Uh, but Josh McDaniels made it seem like it wasn't anything long term. He wouldn't give us an update because they're not legally uh, right. wide. They're not mandated to do that right now at this point. Uh, so when he was asked, he just said if he had an update, he said, nope, <laughs> but then went and elaborated a bit more. Um, you know, and, uh, that's kind of par for the course with McDaniels this time of year. He's not going to dive into the injuries, but he did say, uh, you know, that it doesn't, they don't think it should be anything long-term, which is good because I'll be honest, and I'm not a doctor, but I didn't see the injury itself happen. None of us really did. Um, we just saw him getting carted off and we saw him getting off of it and it just looked bad, you know, from afar, Mm. uh, you know, the way you walk in and, and they took a long time to get him off of the cart. And obviously walking very gingerly there after the fact. So uh, it looked bad in terms of the aftermath of it. But Josh tells us it's nothing that should be, you know, super long or anything like that. Any crazy cause for concern. So that's good news there because I had been impressed with him thus far as well. And I know he's in the mix back in that uh, backfield as well, the secondary. So I'm excited to see what he looks like when he comes back, Um, you know, because he's another guy that is going to be a good depth piece, you know, for that group. And and I think with bringing Marcus Peters into the fold and if Jacorian Bennett does indeed hit having guys like Brandon face on, you know, uh, back in that room behind them is going to be massive. So you don't want to see that depth already take a hit at this point. So, um, you know, ho- hoping for a speedy recovery for him. And, and that's kind of what we can expect based off what Josh McDaniels told us. Awesome. So my last question for you on the Raiders is about just your general observation. I'd like to get your way too early and very bold take on something that you think is going to emerge from training camp and carry over to the season for the Raiders. Like, uh, you know, about anybody, a player, just uh, the tone of the defense, anything that you think will happen for this team based off of early, very early observations. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I am going to go, and we've talked about him a lot today, but I'm going to go off and say that uh, Jacorian Bennett establishes himself as a solid starter for this team. Uh, but, like, and I'm not going to say shutdown corner, so I, I, okay. I hope it that way. But, I mean, he is going to be a, a legit corner for this team. That's my my hot take in terms of what comes out of this. And I think uh, if if my inkling is right, I think people will look at this and say, wow, that was a really savvy pick. Uh, and he'll end up being the guy that maybe people view as like the draft pick hit the Max Crosby esque pick in terms of like hitting on a late round, not late round, but I think he was a fourth round pick, right? Right. Um, hitting on a fourth round pick uh, in that regard. It, it just seems like that thus far. The kid has looked very comfortable, even when he does get beat. Um, you know, so I've liked what I've seen out of him thus far. So I think this is a kid that goes and wins a starting job uh, and ends up being uh, one of the one of the top players for them in that secondary. Okay, so my last long Raiders, not non-Raiders, excuse me, question for you yeah. is the Hall of Fame game is tomorrow. Uh, how much of Dorian Thompson Robinson do you think that we see? He's a former Bishop uh, Gorman grad and UCLA guy. So I'm wondering, what do you think we see out of him and uh, expectations for him on the Hall of Fame game? Man, I hope we see a lot of DTR because that kid, I, I didn't get a chance to cover him when he was in high school here or anything like that. But yeah, I watched nor his did I. Yeah, I watched his career at UCLA from afar. And, uh, you know, he was fun to watch. And then I actually got to interview him when he was out here for the Shrine Bowl. Couldn't have been nicer. Gave us all the time in the world. Seems like he's got a really great head on his shoulders. 
Um, you know, and the kid's got a good arm. You know, he was one of those guys people were talking about as like a possible late round pick uh, that could pop, you know. And so I really hope that's the case for him. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be watching him and seeing how he does, how many snaps he gets. I would love to see him out there for, you know, a full half or something like that. Yeah. But the kid, the accuracy is there. The athleticism is there. The smarts are there. He was in an offense with Chip Kelly there at Oregon. that did some big things. Uh, and he, he kind of seemed like he was in college forever, you know? So those guys, you know, and, and, and yeah, I, mean, right. I don't mean that as a slight, you know, because there's some no, guys but it did. Yeah. Like, I mean that more so in a sense of like, this is a kid that's got experience. And, and I think we're going to see that come to the for forefront, uh, you know, when he gets that opportunity, it's just kind of tough because uh, he, he's in Cleveland. So, you know, you get the sense that he's probably not going to get a bunch of burn, uh, you know, uh, overall in terms of right. his career early on, but Hey, who knows, maybe he impresses him turns into a trade piece or something like that, um, you know, and, and takes advantage of the opportunity that he does have. So, you know, obviously we're all rooting for him here in Vegas. And, uh, you know, I couldn't hope for anything but great things to happen for that kid, especially tomorrow. It'd be, it'd be great to start the DTR hype train right out of the gates. Right. I'm telling you. Well, Jesse, yeah. I'd love to thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed having you, as I always do. Uh, great insights as always. And if you want now to drop your Twitter handle or threads or any of those new things that are happening out in the social media world and what you got going on, please let everybody know now. Yeah, yeah. I haven't hopped on threads yet, so hopefully we don't <laughs> ever have to do that because I don't want to learn how to, how to how to use it. <laughs> but uh, Twitter, Twitter, you can find me at Jesse News 3 LV. And then uh, I actually just started doing some TikTok stuff. I'm not doing any dancing Whoa. or anything like that. It's Come just on. all it's all Raiders content. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, I might have to bust one of those out. Who knows? I, I might tear a hammy or something. But uh, <laughs> you can find me on TikTok. Just search Jesse America posting Raiders clips and videos, uh, interviews. Uh, different stuff from my work with Raid with the Raiders as well. Um, you know that I throw up there, so that's another good spot to to hop on and support. It's in it's in its infancy, so I'd appreciate any support people can give me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jesse. Really appreciate having you as always. And for those of you out there listening, make sure to keep up the keep up with us at VegasNation.com for all of your Raiders coverage. And I will be back next week with a new guest and some more on your Las Vegas Raiders. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there.